Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm Matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agave Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. This is a hotline episode, and this week's guest is Jordan Woodruff. Jordan Woodruff is the chief operating officer of Just Media, and she's a mean girl. We're going to talk about that. Uh, But first, if you are on YouTube, why don't you subscribe and like it and comment? Help me with the algorithm gods. And if you are listening to this uh, at your car, you know, maybe tell Siri you know, hey, Siri, uh, tell my friends to listen to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Okay. Welcome to the hotline. But first, let's talk to Jordan. Jordan, welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Thank you for having me. You have a great radio voice. Thank you. When you were were announcing that, I was like, wow, I like really enjoy listening to your voice. I appreciate you saying that as someone who has a podcast and also is like running other people's podcasts. That makes me feel really good. You know, it sounded great. Um, so let's talk about really quick. I want to set the stage of, I'm not just calling her a mean girl. Like Jordan (laughs) is officially a mean girl. She is the co-host of the mean girl podcast. Yes. So, um, I know that, that you were named, correct me if I'm wrong. You were named mean girl podcast because when you were at Barstool sports, you didn't want to take down a post and then you were called a mean girl. Yes. Um, gosh, that seems like so long ago. That was like two years ago. I started at Barstool Sports and my co-host Alex Bennett started and we got in a little tiff with Dave. He wanted us to take it on a post, but at Barstool, they have like this th- like rule where it's like, whatever you post, like you can post it. No one's going to make you take it down. But we were the first people where he was like, take that down. I don't like it. And Alex and I were like, no, we're not, we don't want to take it down because right. we, we felt like we were proud of what we posted. And then he was like, well, you guys are just a bunch of mean girls for not taking it down. So then Alex and I were like, bet, let's start a podcast. And then she was like, what should we call it? And we're like, why not just mean girl? We couldn't do mean girls because of the movie. So we just got rid of this. But like, you didn't have any trademark problems calling yourselves mean girl? No, because the S, if we would have kept the S, that's we would have. Yeah, because mean girls. Have you trademarked mean girl podcast since then? Um. Yes, it is trademarked. That was like one of the first things we did once we started the podcast because our our law team um, at Barstool was like, we need to like figure yeah. this out ASAP. And you're no, now the podcast has left Barstools. Yep, we left Barstool in the end of October of this year, so October 2023. Wow. And yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was yesterday. Holy yeah. smoke. Um, wait a second. And how does it feel to not be there anymore? It feels like different and good. It's exciting. We left on really great terms. Dave was awesome and he gave us all the IP, everything, which is unheard of. So we got to take the podcast with us, the socials, we own everything now, which was 
an incredible feeling because that was our biggest fears. If we were to ever leave and not be able to take like the baby we we like birthed right. with us, that would be so terrible. So we left on good terms. Things been going great. The podcast has been doing great. And then now Alex and I have a media company called Just Media that houses Mean Girl Pod. So things have been going good. That's really great. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that She's wearing some of her merch today to the podcast <laughs> and everyone in the studio has been obsessed with it because it's cute. It says proud, proud of you. you. And the people commenting on the live right now are like, Green Theory Girl, do you know what that is? Okay, I don't. I've heard of Red Theory. And like, What's Red Theory? Like the Red Nail Theory. What is the Red Nail Theory? Apparently the Red Nail Theory is if you're oh single God, have red nails. and you want like a male's attention, men gravitate towards women with red nails. And then – so. I, that's just what I've heard on TikTok. I don't know if it's true. There's also like a blue theory that boys love the color blue nails. So I don't know. I've never heard of green theory. You're blowing my mind. I thought I was the only one with the color theory. So I have a green theory. I started it. It has been featured actually on CBS Mornings. Like Gail King talked about it. Yeah. Oh my God, I love uh, that. It's great. So green theory is basically um, if, you, uh, want, if you're a woman, you want to be approached. Um, wearing green is a color of personability and vitality and people are very attracted to people who wear green like both men and women they'll come and talk to you there is actually like a shop in South Carolina that sells green theory dresses like matchmaker Maria's closet um, there are people every day who go on dates who send me photos of them going on first dates wearing green dresses it's like a whole movement I love that uh, and I have a whole highlight where just like I'll tag people it's like it's really nice it's really nice when they do that uh, for those listening who do participate in green theory on your dates and you post those photos and tag me can you also tag the brand because every time someone ta someone tags me and I reshare you know you looking really cute in that dress or that blouse or whatever you're wearing all of my dms are like ask her where she got it and I'm like I don't have <laughs> like, things to do. I can't do this right now. So just tag the brands, please. Um, for men, it's not green theory. I don't mind it when men wear green, but I think it's just a lot of men wear green. So it's like, uh. mm -hmm. I think for men, tell me true or false. Okay. Because I have this other theory called, now for men, I made it a little bit more snazzy. It's called lilac, lilac and salmon theory. Okay. So if a man wears like light purple or like a light pink, women cannot help themselves. They have to talk to them. Okay. Like I have noticed when I'm in the street, cause I'll do these little studies. Like I'll sit on a corner as if I'm an urban planner <laughs> calculating how many times people stop and talk to each other. That's how green theory even started back in 2012, um, 2011. Yeah. 2011. Wow. Um, so that lilac and salmon theory, I've noticed that like women just cannot help themselves. They will just, you look so great today. The salmon one is so true. I love in the summertime when I see a man wearing like a salmon or a light pink shirt. I've never, yeah. I can't think of times with lilac, but I probably would approach. Like a light purple. Because that's my favorite color. Right. But I also love green. Like green's my favorite color I mean, to you wear. you have green nails. I know. And I have a green water bottle, everything. Okay. So you, before <laughs> we talked about water bottles, before we start recording, I need you to explain to me, you said you're a water bottle aficionado. And twenty at the end of 2023, what I hear is I own like seven Stanley cups mm -hmm. uh, true false so i only own one but i'm also the complete opposite of a hoarder i cannot handle clutter so if i get a new water bottle i remove the old one but i take that thing with me everywhere i'm surprised i didn't bring with me today like it's like my child so um when you don't have to answer this if it's uh if it's uncomfortable for you but like when did you graduate high school 2013 Okay, so were you allowed, like, cell phones in school? We did have cell phones, but they weren't 
massive then. Like I remember Instagram was just becoming a thing. Right. Um, well, it was barely a thing. It was yeah. People but, posting photos of their food. Yeah. And it was like the pre-made filters and everything. Um, yeah, we had them, but I, I don't think I got an iPhone until maybe like senior year of high so school. So we're 10 years apart. Okay. Right. And there is one of my children's babysitter. She's graduating next year. She's a senior right now. So I'm like looking at like the snapshot of like, what is it like to go to high school in 20 years later? Scary. Yeah. So first of all, it's all about comfort. They don't, they didn't grow up in the, in the era of like hipster jeans. <laughs> so they have, I, I want to believe they have like more body positivity, like, about that's themselves good. that's what i want to believe because they all look comfortable if you ever see high schoolers nowadays they all look comfortable beautiful face with like baggy yeah sweatpants yeah sweatpants yeah i don't remember owning a pair of sweatpants in like unless i was going to like a volleyball game like yeah. it wasn't something that we wore and leggings weren't really a thing it leggings was, were not a thing yeah. when i was in high school leggings were not a thing gauchos were just becoming and it was a jeans thing. and the jeans were yet to have a like elasticity in it so mm -hmm. it was like the hard man i back in my day <laughs> all right so then um anyway so i asked her so she comes over uh over the weekend and she has her stanley cup and i've never seen one in person because my family is a simple modern family anyway <laughs> i'm just being facetious anyway do you know what that is simple modern no i was like oh it's a water water bottle brand oh it is yeah oh my god i'm like hydro flask stanley that's all i know for christmas i asked my mom for a stanley because I, I see all, like, the cool younger kids with them. Okay, so she comes with her Stanley with her keychain attached to it. And I decided to pick it up. And I was like, this is heavy. And she's like, yeah, I have I, I, I take it to every single class throughout the day. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I carry my water bottle from class to class. Everyone does. And I was just like, I don't remember drinking water once in high school. No. These kids are really hydrated. Is it because it looks cool? I don't know. Because on TikTok, all the cool kids have Stanleys. You have a very different algorithm than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's like teen drama. So <laughs> Mean girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my entire algorithm is like exhausted moms. <laughs> I actually am on mom TikTok and I love mom TikTok. It's fun. Mom TikTok is fun. So while I so while now we talk about mean girl, I want your take on what was released yesterday. Yesterday, uh, the queen of the world, Taylor Swift, was named Times Magazine Person of the Year. I saw that. Yeah. And I pulled out two quotes for you. Okay. I want your commentary. So they asked her about Travis. Okay. When How it all started. So she says, this all started when Travis very adorably put me on blast on his podcast, which I thought was metal as hell. Swift said. I've never heard that term, metal I, as hell. Metal. I, maybe she had mental? Maybe. Or maybe this is a typo in the, uh, the, anyway, we started hanging out right after that. So we actually had a significant amount of time that no one knew, which I'm grateful for because we got to get to know each other. By the time I went to that first game, we were a couple. I think some people think that they saw our first date at that game. We would never be psychotic enough to hard launch a first date. When you say a relationship is public, that means I'm going to see him do what he loves. We're showing up for each other. Other people are there. We don't care. The opposite of that is you have to go to an extreme amount of effort to make sure no one knows that you're seeing someone and we're just proud of each other. So I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I'd like to hear yours first. Yeah. I mean, I, so I just became a Swifty recently. Same. And now I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. I also love Travis. I think they're an adorable couple, but I, I love what she said. I, I like that. Because I feel like she's hidden a lot of relationships in the past to some degree. I didn't even know she was dating someone for five years up until like a month ago. I was like, what? 
Oh, yeah, like, what's, I don't even know his name. All these British dudes. Yeah. So I love that she is being public with Travis and being open about it because they're both public figures, like, very public. I mean, Travis is, like, the it guy in the NFL. And I feel like if you're going to constantly hide it, you can't be proud of your significant other, especially when they both have very public-facing jobs, like, he's an athlete she's a singer like they want to be able to go to their concerts and their games and celebrate them yeah totally so i love it um i feel like her quote gave me like prince harry Meghan markle vibes in the sense that like they met and then from what i understand and i might be butchering this but i think prince harry and Meghan markle they on their third date went to like kenya or something like they went somewhere <laughs> they went somewhere to africa they like fucked off to like basically date each other without the commotion around them and yeah. get to know each other. And then, uh, and then in here, in this case you have what she's saying from what I'm understanding is like, Oh, they got to know each other without the media. Like maybe they were one of their million dollar homes. I don't know, whatever, yeah. but they got to have that like privacy to get to know each other. I did make after she was at that football game that she's referencing I actually that night made a video that went super viral and went like 1.5 million views or something where I was just like this is not their first date you know what I think and then I took out her tour schedule and I took out his play schedule and I was like they have not only they've been dating a and b like right immediately after that that concert his people talked to her people and they started dating in this gap mm-hmm. and then I was like the interaction between Taylor's Taylor and Travis's mom, I was like, this is not the first time they're meeting. They've played cards against humanity together. Yeah. Like for sure, because that's way too comfortable. Oh yeah. People forget that famous people have a life outside of the fame. They think as soon as they show us, that's like when their life is starting. Yeah. It's like, no, they, they've lived a lot of lives behind the scenes. Right. And yeah, there's no way she would meet his mom on the first date. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. And so scary. Yeah. Um, okay, and here's what he said. I want to know what he said on the podcast about her. Like how he put her on blast. Oh, you haven't seen that episode? Mm-mm. Oh, where he like went to the concert and he was trying to give her the bracelet with his number on it. You don't know this? Oh, I don't. That's how he, they met? Yeah. So like, she so amazing. so he went to a Taylor Swift concert in Kansas City and, in July and he had made a bracelet with his phone number on it and he didn't give a chance to give it to her. So then the next day he was on this podcast. And he's like, I don't get to give it to her. She's really busy. Like, not like not in that tone, but essentially. That's really cute. It is cute. And then I was like, and that's what I said. I was like, his people talk to her people. Like, this is not. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, I also mentioned uh, Blake Lively's husband started following him on August 8th. And they're besties, so, right? And that was, the, and yeah. And then on August 10th, that was a break that they both had, like him from training and also her from her L.A. concert. So I'm assuming he followed him two days before um, they had their double date on August 10th. Okay. Listen, ask a matchmaker. I can solve crime. That's deep. I love that. Yeah, I know. You're pretty much FBI agent. Yeah, I'm CIA over here. Anyway, so here's what he said. Um, he said that this was in the Wall Street Journal, the cover story last week. He said, being around her and seeing how smart Taylor is has been fucking mind-blowing. I'm learning every day. I love that he dropped the F-bomb at Wall Street Journal. Good for him. Obviously, I've never dated anyone with that kind of aura about them. I've never dealt with it. But at the same time, I'm not running away from any of it. The scrutiny she gets, how much she has a magnifying glass on her every single day, paparazzi outside her house, outside every restaurant she goes to. 
after every flight she gets off and she's just living, enjoying life. When she acts like that, I better not be the one acting all strange. That's really sweet. I like that a lot. And I also love how he lifted her up because so many men in her past have belittled her after like she's come out with music or after their relationship and he is fully supporting her. Yeah. And in so many interviews, she's had to say like she had ended things with this guy because they didn't support her career. And I think he's going to be the one that just supports her in every way possible. And I think he's endgame. I don't know about you, but I think they'll Oh, I agree. And I feel like he's also a perfect example of like this thing I keep talking about, which is like wholesome masculinity. Like, like, and it's funny because when I say that word, people in my comments, especially on TikTok, will be like, what is wholesome masculinity? And I'm like, I've given a million examples of wholesome masculinity. Stanley Tucci is wholesome masculinity. Ted Lasso is wholesome masculinity. Travis Kelsey is wholesome masculinity, which is a man who is admirable, Mm -hmm. who also admires the person that he's with at the fullest capacity. Like it's not, I'm not in, I'm not threatened by your glory. Mm-hmm. I'm going to compliment it and vice versa. I love that term. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Yeah. That so, good. uh, we have questions that people want answered. Are you ready yes. to do ask a matchmaker? Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can we help you? Hi, Jordan and matchmaker Maria. I'm 30 and my boyfriend is 27. We've been together for two months and he recently broke his coffee pot. Uh, His parents gave him an old replacement, but it doesn't quite work right with his machine. Um, In general, I make more money than he does. and Buying a new coffee machine wouldn't be a big deal to me. Do I buy him a new one for Christmas or do I stick to a low-key experience gift like tickets to an event? How long have you? How yeah. long have they been dating? Two months. So oh. like not long. Wait, is he fresh. your boyfriend? He's my boyfriend. Like you've had that conversation. Yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. I don't. I don't agree with people buying shit. <laughs> no. Same. Like, get the hell out of here. No. 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 Same. You. Like, I, you, you need to get them a single Hershey kiss. Yes. Like the big ones. Yeah. Well, you know the big Hershey kiss that they sell at Walgreens. You can buy them that. That's it. That's what you buy your situation. No, I, f- I fully agree. I always talk about that. Even in the beginning of a relationship, when I first started dating my boyfriend, we were a month in and it, his birthday hit and I felt like I had to buy him an experience. Yeah. Because it takes less pressure off. It's fun for both of you guys. It's a date. You're, you're basically responsible for paying for a date one yeah. day. That's it. I, what kind of experience did you get your boyfriend? I got him tickets to a Rangers game. Smart. Did he, does he actually like the Rangers? He does. Oh. Yeah. And... um. I like took him out to dinner too. So it was just like, a, I pretty much planned See? like this really fun whole evening. So That's we both could experience it. We could do something together. And then that way there wasn't a lot of pressure because sometimes in the beginning an intimate gift can be a little uncomfortable Yeah, because you don't know exact. I mean, you should want to see each other in your future, but like, it's a lot of pressure. I feel like when people are thinking about like, what should I get now for Christmas? And we'll talk more about this in a second as well. But I think someone could say, well, what she's saying is that she could probably spend I don't know how much coffee pots go. Let's say, let's just round it to $50 for now. Okay. $50. Or she buys them tickets to like a concert or some event. And that's going to be like $120 or $250. And to me, it's like, yeah, the low effort here is the concert, not the coffee pot. Because even though that's more expensive, you're essentially investing into your relationship. Yeah. It's not this intimate gift. Um, and also I don't think it's her responsibility for now, this particular question, I don't think it's her responsibility to replace things that are broken in their house. Well, yeah, it's I, not I, your house, it's his house. Make him responsible for that. Yeah. Also, I think too, um, 
unless he's a coffee fanatic. Is he a coffee fanatic? No. Uh, if someone gave me a coffee pot, I would take that as you don't really know me. Like if versus like that's why I gave my boyfriend tickets to a game because it's like I'm listening to you. I know you like hockey. But if right. I gave him a coffee pot, he'd be like, did you a run gift, late one day? A gift shouldn't solve someone's problems. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. And something that Although they want. Although I will say, I got to tell you about my, my birthday gift this year for my husband. Oh, God. I didn't know this. Okay. But this man has been writing little G's on all of the Chargers. That's his name is George. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah, little G's. So he's been writing little G's that, you know, if you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't know. And he, so I, you know, my birthday was on Tuesday. And oh, happy birthday. Thank you. And he, I get like, you know, at 7 a.m. I wake up and I have a beautiful peacock bag. There's a reason why I'm saying that. And i um, shouting out to Diana. And uh, we were reusing birthday bags here. Anyway, and um, inside the bag, it was a heavy bag. So I was like, oh my God, what did he get me? It's got like the tissue paper. I opened it up. This man got me like eight chargers for my phone. Are like you someone who loses three them? For the yeah, all the time. So three that are like plug into the wall. He got me all these like cables, cables for my car, cables for the room, for every room. Because I have the new iPhone. So I can't use, you know, I have to get rid of new chargers anyway. I only yeah. have like two and I always lose them. And I've been, you know, borrowing his shit. So I was like, this is what you got. He's like, I got you another gift too, but I got, this is the first gift you're getting today. And I was like, there's a lot of gifts, but it's, they're all the chargers. And he goes, well, you've been stealing my chargers. This is a conversation we're having at 7 a.m. And I was like, I've been stealing your chargers. Are you for real right now? And he goes, look at your chargers. There's a little G. I've written G's on all of my chargers so that you won't steal that. And I was like, no, you haven't. The tiniest little G next to that metal part that you put in the wall, the sock, you know. the Yeah. And I was just like, you, this is the pettiest gift I've ever received. I am George. Yeah. That's you what do I that? would, A thousand percent. I also got jewelry. Like I got proper, I got nice new earrings. I'm not wearing earrings right now. I feel so naked, but, um, I got, he got me really nice earrings, like nice hoops. So I was a like, funny right. gift and a sweet gift is the best. Yeah. But I yeah. think in a relationship, my rules usually like within the first three months, sometimes even four, keep it to experiences. Yeah. I think experiences is the way to go. Um, and I think this is such a fantastic question because I feel like we learned also like a lot of like what why is there a four month mark? And I think for me, the four month mark is because between four and like four months is usually like where you plateau on the lust mm -hmm. and then you can continue. Right. And I feel like, you know, what you might know where it's going at four months. And if you're still confused, you need to have those conversations. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think you should be spending a lot of money mm -mm. on people before then. I remember with my husband, when I met him, I think I waited like three or four months in when I just one day went to Macy's and put down a thousand dollars to buy him a whole new wardrobe because I hated the way he dressed. He dressed like he was a college student. He was working at a university, but he dressed like a college student. That's the girlfriend theory. Oh, <laughs> upgrade him. Yeah. That, Beyonce, you know, if you look at pictures before and after men look so much better once. They yeah. Get yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was wearing like these t-shirts with like a Guinness bottle and I'm like, you're faculty. Like, <laughs> And this, was at, this was at Harvard. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, dude, you cannot be wearing these shirts. So, like, <laughs> that is so funny. Anyway, um, speaking of, so what are you getting your boyfriend this Christmas? When does this episode come out? On Tuesday. Oh, God. We've gosh. got time. 
Well, I was gonna say no. Oh, I don't he's want. He's not gonna listen okay. to this. We're fine. Um, so I. You should make this the clip, though. <laughs> I'll say he's. I haven't. I'm not giving him his presents that early on. So I went a little crazy because I love gift giving. Yeah. And this will be my first like gift I'm giving him. So I got him this jacket he's been wanting for like a year, and then I got him a bunch of clothes because that's what girlfriends sure, of course. do. Because we that's want how you them do it. to look nice. Um. And then I got him like I love skincare and I love doing his skin. So I got him some skincare stuff. From what brand? um just have amazon okay and then um i got him like a customized coffee mug that we both have that are matching so i have a formula if you're in a relationship of what kind of gifts you should get oh well i wish i would have heard this before you you're actually right on the formula so you're great oh, you're doing okay good. so the first thing you have to do is get an outfit and that has to include a belt so there's to be pants now this is if you've been dating someone for more than a year okay okay have you been dating more than a year? No, it's going to be six months. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We'll, we'll keep it. Okay. He seems like a good guy. All right. So uh, it's just the way you're talking about him. He's great. Yeah. Great. Um, so you're going to get him an outfit and that includes pants, a shirt, and a belt. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe you should wait a year for this one. <laughs> uh, and then, so that's the first gift and it's going to all be in one box. And the second gift is going to be a really, really nice coffee table. I mean, excuse me. I was like, Wow. <laughs> A really, really nice coffee table book. Oh, I like last that. year, I got my husband the Bruce Springsteen, Barack Obama coffee table, which was a coffee table book, which was amazing. Um, so that's like a really good, you want to get that because then they can like look cool. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is going to be something has to do with skincare or beauty. So like last year, I got cologne. I'll probably get him like skincare this year. Um, but you know, I want, I want this, I want this. And then the fourth is going to be the joke gift okay. or like the hobby gift or whatever. And for me, I, George knows this already because my husband's like a really big comic book collector. Mm -hmm. So I've been looking for these like two specific comics. I'm hoping to like secure one of them on eBay right now. I've got those auctions happening. Uh, and that'll be like the fourth gift. I forgot I did give him a joke gift. I got him a head scratcher because he loves, yeah. you know, like the metal yeah, ones that you just like, <laughs> yeah. Because he always wants me to scratch that. I'm like, now you can do it yourself. So you've been dating for six months and you're doing all that. Mm -hmm. What gift suggestions would you give to women that are on this podcast that have been dating someone for like three months? Um, so I think sports games, you can't go wrong with. Sports so games an experience and gift. Yeah. Concerts and sports games. Those yeah. are my go-to. Ticketmaster. Comedy show if you live in New York. Comedy show. Well, excuse me. There's comedy or, clubs sorry, everywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere. I was just in Seattle. I live in I went New to Jersey. Hello. Stress Factory. Sorry. 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 Okay. <laughs> but comedy shows great gifts yeah they really are um i think yeah those are those are like my top three go-to yeah telling friends even so one of the questions that i keep getting now is that someone had just started dating someone and they're meeting their family for christmas what do they get the family for christmas okay so i literally just had this conversation yesterday with one of my friends and i was like when do you start giving their family gifts when you get invited uh, yeah i think if you're just meeting them like when i met his his name is pete when i met pete's parents it was on a holiday, but I still brought them a nice bottle of wine and flowers. That's nice. I think that's like a nice that's a, simple that's a good gift. gift. Yeah. Um, or make maybe, you know, his dad's like obsessed with this type of bourbon. Like get him like a really cool bourbon or something. But yeah, I don't think you should go like too crazy because it can get kind of awkward. Maybe I think flowers are a perfectly acceptable um gift, mm -hmm. even a poinsettia. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, you can't have enough of those. I have like two of them in my house now. And then I also like, um, okay, so I really like Lennox and Kate Spade for that particular generation. So like Lennox has like the porcelain, the white mm -hmm. porcelain. You can get some really nice frames. Oh yeah. Um, or like nice serving sets. 
Um, and then same with like Kate Spade. Kate Spade has really nice home goods. And you can find like knockoffs on Etsy, which the Etsy ones are really nice. Or you can find like on Amazon. Mm -hmm. But I think people really like serving sets that they can utilize. Um, I think that's like a that's like a pretty acceptable gift. Okay. But also if you're traveling and you can't carry these things, it doesn't hurt to like go to the best bakery in your town and get a tin of the best desserts. I did that for his dad's birthday. I only known him for like a month but they invited us over for dinner okay so i was like what's your dad's favorite dessert oh, serious okay i know and then uh, no he's i only knew his parents for a month or i'd met it had been one month later since i met oh, okay. them i had known pete for a long time oh okay okay um but i was like what's your dad's favorite dessert i went to a bakery and i brought him his favorite dessert right easy yeah mm. i think some people are like overthinking this mm -hmm. um now what do you want for christmas so this year I didn't tell Pete. Wait, do you celebrate Christmas? I do. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask like, what do you want for like the eighth day of Hanukkah? Um, no. So I didn't tell Pete what I wanted because I wanted to see like how well he would know Don't me. Don't do that. I, you have to set men up for though. success. He didn't ask. That's the point. They're not going to ask. No. You tell him like, well, if you need ideas. He said he didn't need ideas. He oh, was, he, he said that Yeah. Too? Okay. Because he was like, he's like, I already know what I'm getting you. And I was like. Oh, uh, okay. Well, what do you want? Well. I don't really have like a massive list, but like I asked for like these new shoes, like a nice coat, a Stanley actually for my mom. <laughs> Cause I don't, I have a knockoff Hydro Flask right now. <laughs> these Uggs are great gifts. Okay. Um, I have the L.L. Bean ones okay. at home. Cause Lo they're not, that That seems heavy. It's actually pretty light. My feet. I believe you. Yeah. I was like, you probably don't have any shoe. Yeah. Lots of makeup and skincare. I love any type of makeup and skincare product. Okay. I want like the road tinted lip products mm. yeah what am i asking for christmas um i really just want experience gifts at this point like i want i want to go to broadway with Ooh. i don't even like musicals um I, i've been to a few and i'm like oh that's enough you mm -hmm. know like but i want to go see a play or i want to go to like um like a really nice restaurant just experience that like i i do i will admit to you i'm the opposite of you i as a greek person am a maximalist I don't have a minimalist household. Like I just have crap everywhere. Like, and, but that's like a very typical Greek house thing. Okay. Right. Like you need everything you've ever owned. So people see them when they come in. Right. Um, and, uh, right. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so at this point I'm like, I feel like I have enough stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, please don't buy me anything, you know, instead, Let's do let's do fun stuff. Yeah, let's do a, date ideas. A date night would be so fun. Yeah, and we do date nights. We do once a week, but I want like I want like um, give me more. But I only want like one. Like oh, let's go to like a play. Do you, you so fun. you and your husband go on a date once a week? Yeah, sometimes I they're at that. home. Sometimes they're at home. Like we'll do like Marvel Mondays usually. Um, but like yeah, like no, we date once a week. Like that's I, I don't that. care. The Earth can be on fire. We are going on a date. That's really important. And, you know, because we lost our mojo. I've said this in a previous episode. Like, we lost our mojo when we had our first kid because it's a steep learning curve. Mm -hmm. You lose it. It's just – it's natural. And you have to, like, fight for it back. And it took us, like, a it took us a few months. But we managed it. And I tell all couples that have just had kids, like, you're going to lose it for a few months because mm -hmm. you're exhausted. Fight for it. You got to – yeah, someone – told my boyfriend this actually like you got, you have to keep dating each other you no have to keep what. dating oh my god yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 all right let's take our next question do we have another one that was a great question for the holidays yeah, that was a though. great question welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline how can we help you hi matchmaker maria can you hear me yeah 
Perfect. Uh, so first of all, thank you for taking the time to answer this question. I am 37 years old female. I was dating a guy, 33 year old male. Uh, we were together for about six months. Everything was great. Never gotten along with somebody so well. Um, and then we had a conversation one day because I got a little bit upset with him. He didn't want to come to a museum with me. And I said, I want a partner who wants to do these kind of things with me. And then he got a little bit distant. And then he said that he is unable to give me the things that I deserve right now and that I wouldn't be happy with him. Um, and I, I'm just really kind of, I don't know, because everything was great up until that point. And also I feel like it's a little bit unfair that he's making this decision for me. Um, like instead of letting me decide if he can give me the things that I want. Um, so that's kind of my question. Like everything was going great. And then all of a sudden he says he can't give me the things that will make me happy. So thank you. This is a really, um, I'm, I'm sorry that you are feeling confused and frustrated. Um, but I do, I, I was just saying before, right? Like, and I said this in last week's episode, um, you know, in all relationships, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different types of love. All right. And in all relationships, it all kicks off in the beginning with Eros love, which is like the lust love. And that usually lasts between four and seven months. Remember I mentioned before about four months, how like you kind of, you're still new, you're still dating and it's exciting. Mm -hmm. But then once that plateaus in at a certain time, and it's usually around four months, you have to choose agape love. You have to choose that like my soul, you know, recognizes your soul and we're going to continue on this path together. And that's like, that's true love, right? And I think just listening to what she's saying and what he's saying to her, in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't, you may have made that transition. I don't think he's choosing that transition. What do mm -hmm. you think? No, I, I completely agree. First of all, I love her communication style. I think yeah. that is so important if you don't feel like someone's giving you what, what you need, like to just talk about it. But no, I agree. I feel like he wasn't there and he probably saw that as an easy way out or an easier way out. Right. Um, but I think she won at the end of this because you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you at the end of the day. And I also think if she likes to do these specific types of things, you want a partner that wants to do those specific types of things. Yeah. We just said you have to keep dating your partner. Yeah. Right. That's important. And it sounds like, I mean, also museums are insanely low effort. You just show up. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, if he doesn't want to do that, I mean, I guess for me, it's also like, you know, someone could say like, well, what if he's going through something? What if he's stressed out at work? And it's like, you know, I think we have to acknowledge what a relationship is. A relationship is not something that's like, well, I had a bad week or I'm busy at work and therefore I can't talk to you. Mm -hmm. It's even in my worst times, I like that you're there. I want you around because it makes those hard times less hard. Yeah. And he needs to be, if he is going through a hard time, he needs to communicate that with right. her. And if he can't, then once again, you don't want a partner who can't communicate with you. But what I really think is happening is that this man is trying to break up with you without trying to break up with you. Mm -hmm. Like you need to listen to what he's saying. Repeat one more time what he said to you. He said that I will be unhappy because he cannot give me the things that I deserve. Break up with him. Yeah. Because he's okay. trying, he's literally you. telling you, he's literally telling you, and I need you to believe him. He does okay. not want to give you what you need. Mm -hmm. Believe him. You have to believe him. And then you have to let him go. And I'm, and okay. at least it Thank was only so six much. months and I'm so sorry, but at least it was only six months. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's Drop true. him now before you have to spend money on Christmas shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a win. All right. Thank you. It is a win. Thank okay. you so much. But listen, I have a challenge for you and I'm going to release my new theory today and it's called everything shower theory. And this is the perfect time to do everything shower theory. December is the month of everything shower theory. So what's happening in December? You've got holiday parties. You've got friends going to holiday parties. You need to contact every single one of your friends and tell them like, oh, you have a holiday party? Can I come? Can I come with you? That's okay if you don't know them that well. Invite yourself to their company holiday party, right? You have people traveling. You might be traveling there. You can go to any single bar in the city that you live in. There's something happening, right? Because that's what people are doing in December. They're going out. They're having their, you know, spiced rum. Yeah. And they're just cozy. But you're not going to be cozy. You're going to be taking everything showers from today until February. You know what an everything shower is, right? Yes. Okay. But for those who don't know, an everything shower is when you literally wash your whole body, exfoliate it, whole head, do the cleansing, all of that, whole skincare routine. If you shave, you're not shaving to the knee, you're shaving the whole thing. And that is going to create this confidence boost in you that every single person you meet, you are game. And I'm not defining what that game is, okay? But you are game. There is no like... Anytime you take an everything shower, tell me you don't feel the best. Oh, I feel incredible. What if you could feel incredible every single day while you are doing a, like a proper social calendar? And people can sense that energy that you're putting out there. Absolutely. So while everyone else is cozy at these holiday parties and these bars, you're doing everything shower theory, which is head to toe, do this. I did this. So I met my husband December 14th of 2012 mm -hmm. at a bar. Um... And I swear to God, I did everything shower theory from December 1st because I was like, I'm going to meet my husband in the next few weeks. And I, that's how I did it. I was just like, scrub-a-dub-dub. -dub. Yeah. I'm, I'm I manifesting this man. I everything shower for every first date I go on or used to go on. See, now I want every people to do everything showers before they go to any social event possible. Yeah. Like you're going to a networking event after work. You're taking everything shower that morning. Like wake up 30 minutes before. I need you to feel that confident. If your skin is soft and you're glowing, you're going to feel so good and confident. It's a glow. It's yeah. a glow. And also if you know you're. Yes. Dude, it's just, I have a different walk. No, I mean, same. now I've gotten a laser surgery, but like back when I was single and couldn't afford laser surgery, when I shaved the whole thing, I was like, I could, I could take over Paris. No, literally. It's so true. Yeah. So that's everything shower theory. I love that. Okay. So yes, you're going to do everything shower theory and you're going to get over this guy. It sounds like a great plan. Thank you. All right. Let's go to our next. Do we have another question? Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can we help you? <laughs> um, hi, Matchmaker Maria. Um, so short story was my boyfriend did something like very, very inconsiderate on Monday. And I was really mad and it brought up this age-old question I've had of whether to deal with the issue right away uh, over text or whether to wait to see him in real life. What, what, what do you do? Okay, he like, basically we were supposed to meet up with his friends after work to just go on a walk together. His friends have been visiting him, but they were like a mess. They were really late. He had to go find them. And then when he found them, he was supposed to tell me to come join them, but he just left. Wait, how old are you and how old is he? 27 and he's 29. Oh, he should know better. Hold on a second. So you guys lost each other. Then he went to go find his friends. And then what? Like, where was the communication broken here? Like, did he think you were going to go home? 
and I don't know, like I was still at work and I was going to like go back to doing work after we were done on the walk. But I guess he just like thought I was going to keep working. I don't know. And then he was just totally like clueless about it later on when I was like, hey, <laughs> did you guys go on the walk? Like I tried calling. Oh, how, wait, how long have you been dating? Just a month. Okay, go. <laughs> so I'm the firm believer of always in real life. Yeah. I refuse to have any serious conversation over text. That's always my rule. Like, Not even text. I mean, I would maybe do a phone, a FaceTime. Yeah. But like if I'm fighting with, even with a friend and they start texting the mean things, I'm like, no, 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 no. We're FaceTiming. I'm coming over. Like I've always had that rule um, because you can hide so much over text and it's never genuine or true. Like if I'm in an argument with someone, I will say like, I need a minute, like give me an hour to like cool off and then I'll talk to you. But I think text is so dangerous because you, it gives you like this shield to just act a certain way or say things you might not mean and I feel like if you talk about that with it that in with it in person you just can have such a better conversation and be more vulnerable right do you um so I feel like you've been dating only a month I think it's great that you're asking these questions right now but I also think it's an opportunity to teach people how to date you Mm -hmm. because you have nothing to lose here it's only been a month right and I'd rather you be happy for the rest of your life and the only way to do that is to teach people like, hey, now I feel like a week has passed. Wait, it's only been, wait, what? It's Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So a few days have passed. You know, you can say next time you meet each other in person, preferably not face-to-face, maybe when you're like taking a walk. Because I think it's a lot easier to have those hard conversations when you're walking or driving. So you're not like face-to-face making it, un- you know, that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um having that conversation and saying like, Hey, you know, on Monday, I really did think that you were going to call me so I can join you. I wanted to meet up with you and your friends. And I don't, I'm, I'm struggling. I I want to say that that's period. And then I would say maybe like, I would follow up with saying like, it didn't make me feel good Mm -hmm. after that. And you see how I'm saying, like, I'm not accusing him of not making you feel good. You're just saying it didn't make me feel good. And, or, and I feel like that can, maybe create a conversation which is like oh you know what yeah I should have called you hello like because he might also be clueless yeah and I also like what you just said if people treat you how you let them treat you so if you don't and if you don't recognize or say anything to him he'll just keep doing it so right you need to communicate with it with him about it but I like how you were like don't make it seem like it's all his fault just tell him how you feel and that it upset you right and then you could say maybe next time we make plans you know, just can you call, can you maybe just call me and let me know where to meet you mm-hmm. um, so that this doesn't happen again? Yeah. Because I, I don't want to feel left out. I love that. Um, does that help? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, yesterday I got too impatient and angry. <laughs> you got angry. I, yeah. I mean, that'll yeah, do it. I was already angry and I was just sitting in it because I really didn't want to be in any type of relationship again where people would ditch me like that I've had yeah. sort of experiences I can understand that and mm-hmm. what'd you do um I was like hey can we call talk, talk later and then he called me oh, later I hate getting text and... messages like that by the way it's scary. that's why whenever I text people I think I texted one of my employees I was like we need to talk later and then I wrote it's a positive call I promise like because when you read that it's like that's terrifying fired <laughs> what the fuck go ahead so you texted him that yeah. we need to talk okay 
Yeah, and then he called up, and the thing is, his friends have been, like, visiting him for over a week, and it's been very hectic, because there are four of them, and he was like, hey, I only have a minute to just call and say hi, I promise I miss you, but, like, we're in New York City, I'm the only one here with internet, uh, because, like, they're visiting from another country, I'm telling you too many details, basically, it was, like, trying to quickly get me off the phone, and I was like, hold on, wait, I called not to just like hound you to say hi. It, I wanted to like talk about Monday. And kind of sucked. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Basically. Okay. So, okay. Now what? Are you still dating? I guess, but I felt a little like disturbed that he thought I was just like nonstop trying to get a hold of him. Does he think that? He thinks that you have nonstop been trying to get a hold of him? I don't know. I got that impression basically from he he had no clue that on Monday I was calling him to be like, hey, we had plans. Where just so when like, when did his hold on? I, I need to know the whole story now. When did his friends come in? They came in last week. Okay. Um, have you ever had friends visit you from a different are you in Manhattan? No. Oh, because this whole time I'm picturing like the Jackie Onassis Reservoir for some Same. reason. Okay. Where do you live? Uh, I live in Philly. Okay. So have you ever had any friends visit you from a different country in Philly? Uh, in other places, yes. Okay. But you've had people visit you from a different country? Yeah. That yeah. were your friends, not your family? That were my friends, not my family. Never four at once. Like I know it's hectic. So what, I, yeah, what I'm saying is like, it can be really hectic. It's also like, I don't know where his friends are from, but if they're also from a country that does not have this kind of bitter cold weather, um, is a lot of snuggling, like a lot of that kind of like they go to, you know, I, I, I picture every time my friends come from Greece, we managed to be in a cafe the whole time. Just like, <laughs> like they're just trying to take in the weather, you know? And, um, and the conversations are just not revolving around the people that are, I, mean, I know what's happening is hurtful and I don't know this guy. I don't know if he's going to end up being your husband, if that's something that you intend to do or whatever. But when people visit from different countries, they're like having babies mm -hmm. and you're just trying to be a really good host. And I think, I don't know. I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes too. I don't, I feel like if it happens again, then it's like, oh, this is consistent is what I'm trying to say, right? Like if he does not understand that you need to be, which by the way, what you're asking for is insanely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I can see though where there's confusion. Yes. I wonder when does, when do his friends leave? Saturday. Oh, I would. Do you guys have a date on Sunday? Yeah. He hasn't scheduled anything for right after. He's just said he's going to see me after they leave. Great. You should text them. Hey, do you want to hang out on Sunday? If you guys yeah. have been dating a month, it doesn't matter who messages who first right now. Like, yeah. there's no games here. Don't test him. It's not. It's no point in testing someone, right? Especially if they don't know that there's a game that they're being tested on. Yeah. So why don't you just text them today and be like, "Hey, I really missed you, and I'd love to see you on Sunday. Are you around?" And mm -hmm. he'll he can reply yes, or he can reply no. And you what you hope in that no is that he says, "Well, I can do Monday or Tuesday." Like he has to reply back with. The alternate dates. Yes. And then yeah. that'll tell you a lot more about like where you're at here. Yeah. And I also think next week seeing how he acts once his friends leave will be huge. Totally. Totally. He's probably told his friends about you, by the way, and that it's new. I'm and sure he's overwhelmed. If, he's probably overwhelmed, especially if it's three guys. It's three or four. 
Four total. That's, I couldn't even handle I can't handle one person. Yeah, I was like, one person visiting, I'm exhausted. Like, I remember my husband's cousin came with his girlfriend at the time, and it was just like trying to explain to them where to go get a coat. I remember like losing my patience. Like, you're going to go to Macy's. You're going to go to the fifth floor. I'm making it up right now. Uh, Fifth floor, ninth floor, whatever. And you're going to find a coat, and then you're going to use this coupon. And just explaining that whole process of like how to buy a coat. Oh, my mom and my godmother are coming, and I'm like, everyone, I'm out of office until yeah. Sunday when they leave. Yeah. Because it's just you have to entertain and make sure they're comfortable and safe. And it's just I, and I feel like I don't I, – are your is are his friends from a warm weather country? Yeah. It's a similar warmth level to Greece. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they're freezing their butts. He's, they're off. freezing, and that's bringing him down because the entire – every conversation is him defending – his entire reason for living in America. And that is exhausting. Mm -hmm. That's what we had to do. Every time someone visits us from Greece, oh my God, my in-laws, they visited me when I was like this pregnant. Uh, they, they came three days before I gave birth to my son. Oh my God. Okay. Well, we planned it that way, right? Because oh, okay. I needed the help, even though they didn't really help that much, but okay, that's beyond <laughs> the point. Uh, they were supportive. Um, but anyway, so my in-laws came and it was October. So it was like balmy. It was like 65 degrees, but because mm -hmm. they're from Crete, which they have winter there, but winter there is like 40 degrees Fahrenheit. My in-law, they were wearing puffer coats with the scarves. Like, did you see their eyes? Like, and I'm just like, what is happening? We're just going to go pick pumpkins. Why are you, like, I'm wearing a sweater. Like, what are you, what are you doing right now? So yeah, like it was, and then you have to manage that. You have mm -hmm. to, that's tough. I feel for both of you here. I think though it can, it can definitely work. Just see what happens. Okay. That's comforting. I'm glad to hear that I can just give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, give them the benefit of the doubt. And then, yeah. but, you know, and I think it's done. I think since you already talked about it, you don't have to bring it up again. You're going to see from here on, though, mm -hmm. what it's like. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Well, that's it for this week's Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. Jordan, it was incredible having you on. I'm so happy to have, you know, your gift ideas on this episode. Thank you for having me. This was my first time ever doing like live questions and that was fun. So speaking of, if you want to join me on an upcoming live, uh, I have a lot of lives happening. So this episode comes out on the 12th of December. On the 14th of December, I'm going to have a live all day day. So if you don't yet follow me on Instagram, so you can get access to those live links throughout the day as I'm recording uh, hotline episodes, I would love to have your question. I'd love to answer it. And I can't wait for you to meet future guests. And if you're not doing it already, subscribe to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast, like, comment, all that jazz. Jordan, where can people find you? At Jordan Woodruff on every platform, Jordan with Y, not an A, and then Mean Girl Pod. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link both on the show notes that you can access Jordan and Jordan and Alex on the Mean Girl Pod. It's such a fun listen. They, you guys have a lot of chemistry with each other, and I Thank love you. that. Um, and that's it for this week. Uh, of course, be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week. <laughs>